Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. This is Henry Lopez, and welcome to this episode of The How of Business on the topic of your elevator pitch. Every business owner should have an elevator pitch. An elevator pitch is a brief but an effective answer to the question, what do you do? Or tell me more about your business. An effective elevator pitch clearly and simply explains what you do, but also why and how you do it. Briefly, succinctly, and with the goal of enticing the listener to say or think, hmm, that's interesting, tell me more. So on this episode, I'm going to break down the components of creating and using your effective elevator pitch to generate interest in your business and to generate more leads. To receive more information about the how of business, including links to the show notes page for this episode, or to schedule a free coaching consultation with me, please text the word biz, B-I-Z, to 772-837-5700 or visit thehowofbusiness.com. So what is an elevator pitch? You've all probably heard of it, but let's just talk about a definition so we're on the same page. An elevator pitch is a brief introduction of the value you or your company provides delivered in conversation that will potentially lead to a deeper dialogue about what you can offer. It communicates who you are, what you're looking for, and how you can benefit them, the other person, your audience, your target customer or client. It answers again that question, what do you do? And hopefully and ideally leads to someone thinking or saying, interesting, tell me more. So you're generating interest. The objective is to get someone's interest to continue the conversation, either because maybe they give you more time or allow you to schedule a meeting or whatever it is that might make sense depending on the situation. You wanna build a sense of intrigue so people want to know more about you and your business. Of course, all of it, just like anything in marketing, starts with clearly understanding your target market or audience, your avatar, your ideal client. On episode 368 of The How of Business, which was about marketing plan overview, I did a fairly deep dive on this important concept that applies to anything you might do from a marketing or messaging perspective, and an elevator pitch is a type of messaging. So before you get started with your elevator pitch, I challenge you to make sure that you have clearly defined your target audience, your avatar. And if you're using the elevator pitch in a special situation, like a presentation you might be doing or a networking event, then you'll need to adjust and make sure you understand who it is that you're speaking to where you're going to share your elevator pitch. So when do we use an elevator pitch? I think there are a lot of obvious uh, answers to that and, and situations. Again, it's whenever we're posed either directly or indirectly with that question of what do you do or tell me more about what your company does. It's used to generate interest in your product or services. It's your go-to 30 seconds at that networking event, you know, that a lot of it has been, a lot of us have been to where you're asked to take 30 seconds to introduce your business. And a lot of us, a lot of us hate that or fear that. But if, but if you've got a good, solid, well-rehearsed 30-second impression, then you're going to get the most out of those opportunities. So it's how you might also begin a conversation with a potential investor that might lead to then a pitch to an investor. 
All of those and, and many more are situations or reasons why you need a well-crafted, well-rehearsed elevator pitch. So at a high level, what are, what are the steps to creating an elevator pitch? Well, in my opinion, as I've stated, but it can't be stated enough, you have to start with a clear definition of your target audience. Now, generally speaking, your general elevator pitch, the elevator pitch that you will generally use to, to share with people what it is that you do, the services or the products that you or and your company offer, then that's that, that target ideal client. Again, you might need to adjust it depending on a specific audience where you might be presenting or using your elevator pitch. So you have to have that understanding first, who is the target audience? Then you construct your pitch, and I'm going to break that down here in a moment. Then, of course, you have to memorize it and practice it. Memorize it and practice it. And that's going to feel extremely awkward at first. It's going to feel very contrived. It's going to feel like it's maybe even something you would never say. But as you practice it, as you refine it, you will make it your own. And then you'll use it and adjust it over time. Not only will you change it for specific situations or audiences, but over time you'll adjust it as you kind of fine tune it or your product or services evolve or whatever the situation might be. And then it's important that we share that at, to some level and some degree with the entire organization. So if your business is more than just you, this has got to be part of that mission and helping your staff be able to articulate and answer that same question. What do you do? What does your business offer? So let's talk about some general guidelines. These are in no particular order and they may apply or they may not. So, so take them for what they're worth. But here are some general guidelines that I usually try to follow when I'm creating an elevator pitch or when I'm helping one of my coaching clients create an elevator pitch. First is to, again, typically it should be 30 seconds or less. That's a good rule of thumb. Sometimes it might be longer, sometimes shorter, but 30 seconds is a good rule. Now, you know, going back to the example of you're at that chamber event and you know your, your turn is coming up to stand up and you deliver your 30 second spiel or 30 second impression or whatever they might call it. And most people that I talk to just panic in that situation. They dread it. But I assure you that if you go into those networking events, and the reason you're going there is to get some results, if you go into it with a well-crafted, rehearsed, prepared, and that you've made your own, a good elevator pitch, you'll be able to do it with confidence and it'll be effective for you. So 30 seconds or less. And again, it has to be well-rehearsed, concise, and think about the question that you're answering, which is, in that listener's mind, what is it that you do? What do you do for a living? What does your business do? It's inspired, and I'm going to come back to this because it's a critical point. It's inspired by your why and includes your how. It's inspired by your why, the, the why of your business, the why of why you do what you do, and it includes how you do it, how it is in particular that might be unique to how you do it. Of course, it's personalized and it's, it's told or shared in normal conversational tone. Again, it might feel scripted and it might in fact be scripted initially. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, everybody else in the audience when you're doing those stand-up, delivering your 30 seconds at a networking event, everybody else or most everybody else is just as nervous 
or more nervous than you are. It's much more effective to go ahead and look at a note card or your notes or whatever you might have as a prompt to deliver an effective 30-second impression, 30-second elevator pitch, than to kind of mumble your words and fight through saying something that doesn't make any sense and that is not effective. So it does take time. You have to practice it. You have to make it your own. It's slightly different, as I've said already, depending on the audience. The beginning of it might be the same, the way that you open your elevator pitch, but the end is often specific to either your situation or the potential interest of your audience. And I'll come back to that point in a moment. Here's another critical point. An elevator pitch is not the same as a sales pitch. Your sales pitch is usually some form of formal presentation or demonstration. Your elevator pitch is a segue that's part of a casual or impromptu conversation very often. It's intended to open a potential opportunity or discussion, not to try to close the deal. And this is a mistake I I often see people make is that they think the elevator pitch is the sales pitch and that they have to go for the close. That's not what the elevator pitch is intended to do when it's effective. It's about getting someone's attention. It's about leading them to say or think, that's interesting, tell me more. Now, it might include a call to action depending on the situation and depending on the person that I'm speaking with. The ask or the call to action. So what do I want them to do if they expressed interest? I'll come back to that breakdown. But that might be included depending on the situation. I always want you to think about, and this is something that I believe in my experience applies to your elevator pitch and any marketing message that you're crafting. And the truth is that at the end of the day, what we're creating here with our elevator pitch is a marketing message. And as with any marketing message, an effective elevator pitch begins to answer the question, so what? And what does this have to do with me? From the listener's perspective, This is something that was ingrained in me early on in my sales career in the early 90s as I was learning to be better and better at sales by a great boss that I had by the name of Steve Mall. And Steve, when we were doing our practice presentations, our practice demonstrations, would hold up a little card that said on it, so what, question mark. And he would flash that every time that we were sharing what were just features and functions and not translating that into the potential benefit for the person in the audience. It's a great takeaway that I've always thought about because it was ingrained in me, thank you, Steve, as to how to think about marketing messages. An effective marketing message, an effective elevator pitch is not about your features and functions. It's not about even necessarily what you do. It's it's how you're going to benefit that prospective client, that ideal customer. So always think about, so what? So if we break it down further, an elevator pitch can consist of up to four parts. The two base parts of it are the benefit, as I just talked about related to the so what. The benefit is the reason the person might be interested because it matters to them. Your value proposition, not your product or service necessarily, but the value that you deliver through that product or service. This is Henry Lopez with a brief break in this episode to share a special offer from our show sponsor, 
LinkedIn jobs. 2021 is looking up. New beginnings mean new opportunities to grow your business. And if part of your strategy is adding new members to your team, LinkedIn jobs finds the right person quickly. To make things even better, your first job post is free. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 722 million members worldwide. And getting started with LinkedIn jobs is easier than ever. I really appreciate the new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. You can post a job with targeted screening questions to help you quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. And you can do all of this from your mobile device no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. And now you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash how. Again, that's linkedin.com slash H-O-W to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And then ideally, and a, a differentiator, how it is that you do it, but how is it that you do it perhaps uniquely or differently? And if you can include in that part of your elevator pitch, some measurable facts, not just general claims or opinions, then that makes it even more effective. That will likely get that person's attention even more effectively. Then if the listener in a situation in particular where it's one-on-one, if they express interest or they ask for more information, then you take that next action. You go for that call to action or the next step in your process, which might be to schedule a meeting, to have a call, to take that referral, whatever it might mean. It's not a close on your product or services. Again, this is not a sales pitch, but it is that permission that they've given you by expressing interest to ask them to take that next step in the process. And just as a further point, if you do get that person to engage in the case of you've just used your elevator pitch in a one-on-one situation, then what I recommend you try to do at that point is incorporate perhaps a quick story of how you've helped someone else with similar pains or problems depending on how much you might know about this person you're talking about or that has benefited from your services and then begin to ask open-ended questions and then listen. As with anything in sales, we have to do a lot more listening than talking. And so once you do get them engaged, then it's about having them reveal to you their pains so that you can begin to craft how you can benefit them, how you can help them solve their pain or their problem. So as I was going through these guidelines on crafting your elevator pitch, I, I emphasized the point that your elevator pitch should be inspired by your why and includes your how. So this concept is based on the golden circle, which was developed and presented in the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It's a great book that I always recommend on the topic of marketing on the topic of understanding your why. And if you don't have the time to read it, or perhaps you're just not a reader, I really encourage you to go listen to Simon Sinek's TED Talk on YouTube. Just search for Simon Sinek, start with why. And as you may know with all TED Talks, it's 18 minutes, well-invested 18 minutes to listen to that. It'll help you not just with your elevator pitch, but with your marketing message and, 
and then crafting your vision and your mission, mission rather, for your business. So that why that I'm talking about that Simon Sinek talks about as well means what is your purpose, your cause, your belief? Why does your company exist? Why do you get out of bed in the morning? Why should anyone care? And some of that at least needs to be infused into your elevator pitch to make it effective so that you can better connect with that prospective client or customer at an emotional level. As Simon Sinek says very clearly, and I believe this to be so true, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. People do not buy your features and functions. Those things are important and they will evaluate that at appropriate time. But initially, as we're trying to generate interest with our elevator pitch, they want the emotional side of it. They want what matters to them to see if it's worth listening any further or engaging with you to hear what you have to say about how you might be able to solve their problem. If we can also incorporate then how we do it different, not just the why, but also the how we do it different, then even more effective. Remember that a strong brand, a strong, a strong business or personal brand starts with a clear sense of why, your mission, your vision. Why is your vision statement essentially and how is your mission statement? At least that's the way I interpret it. So the why and the how are the basis of your elevator pitch. Why, how, and what then are the basis of your elevator pitch, but you gotta think of it in the order of the golden circle. There's a free download on the show notes page for this episode at thehowofbusiness.com that summarizes all of this, the guidelines that I've just walked through, the concept of the golden circle from Simon Sinek, and a couple of other points that I'm going to cover here in a moment. So I encourage you to go to the show notes page for this episode at thehowofbusiness.com and get that free download. So as you begin crafting your elevator pitch, let's break this down with some examples. I talked about that the two key components are the benefit and, and then also that dif differentiation, how how you do it differently. So let's let's talk about some examples here. And again, depending on your business, your service, your product, some of these may or may not apply. You'll have to adjust it for your particular situation. But here are some benefit examples. Again, remember to keep in mind that question, so what? Here's an example. We help people realize their dream of owning a home or... I help people realize the dream of owning a home. Here's another one. I help people sleep at night knowing that they have a solid plan for retirement. Here's another one. Manufacturers use our systems to reduce their inventory costs by 52% on average. Now that's an example of what I had mentioned before, that if you can incorporate specific metrics, specific ways that your offering is unique, that makes it even more powerful. People respond to that. And here's yet another one, another benefit example. Companies hire us to streamline their product inventory, saving them an average of a million dollars per year. Again, a very specific metric of how we might be able to help you solve that inventory problem in the case of that example. Now let's talk about differentiation, that next component 
of your elevator pitch. And listen, I get it right now as we have deconstructed this elevator pitch, it, it seems cumbersome. It doesn't seem like it would come together, but it does. Trust me, it does. We do have to break it apart in its components so that you can craft it effectively. And then remember that you'll adjust it so that it comes across in your natural language. But at first, it's going to feel awkward and that's understandable. Don't let that deter you from creating it the right way so that you end up with an effective elevator pitch. So some differentiation examples. And think about this question that I always ask when people either share these statements on the website or in any other marketing message. Can your competition say the same thing? Here's an example. I get the best price for my clients by managing all of the details. Or, I have been voted best of because of my dedication to customer service. And here's another one. I will customize the product to meet your specific needs. Another example of a differentiation. We have a patented method that delivers raw materials the day that they're needed. And the last example, our system holds the industry record for the most money saved. Now, a lot of these are generic purposefully because I want you to take perhaps some ideas from that. But the point is that what I'm articulating there is how you do it that is different. Let's go back to the case where we do engage with that person. They express interest. What you'll find in that download document is some examples on how to ask for or to take it to the next step. And so you'll find those in that document. I'm just going to go through a couple of them because here's the least effective thing that we can say. And this is on a one-on-one -on -one situation when someone expresses interest after we share our elevator pitch. The weakest thing I can say is, here's my business card. Call or email me if you think you like or would like more information. You know what's going to happen with your business card, right? It's going to get filed appropriately. That is usually the weakest thing that I can do. Instead, be more assertive. Take control of the situation if the opportunity and the situation allows. So you might say something like, maybe we should run some numbers. What's your availability next week to schedule or call? So think about and have in your mind ready what that next step is that you're going to take with someone if they do respond positively to your elevator pitch. So let me give you an example, and this isn't a perfect example, but again, so that you start to hear it fully constructed, this is an example that, that I will often use for, for myself. So, so here it goes. Here is an example of an elevator pitch that I might use. My name is Henry Lopez, and I'm a serial entrepreneur, a small business coach, and the host of the How A Business podcast. I'm passionate about helping people start, run, and grow their small business. I provide free resources, including the How A Business podcast, and one-on-one -on -one coaching programs to help people launch and scale their small business. I love helping people realize their dreams of business ownership. So if you're interested in learning more about how to start, run, and grow a small business, I invite you to visit my website at thehowabusiness.com. Now, a different way I might have ended that if I might have been speaking someone face-to-face -face or one-on-one, -on -one, instead I might have ended it with this. If you're interested, 
I invite you to schedule a free coaching consultation with me. And then if they're interested and they engage and they show interest, and I might I might get a time, a date and time, I might get their email to send them a link to my scheduling link, whatever the appropriate action might be. So listen back to that one. It'll also be in the show notes page for this episode. There's a lot that could be better about that one, all right? But it's a starting point. And again, it's one that I've fine-tuned over time and crafted. And every time I deliver it, I don't say it the same way. Sometimes I might add something, I might forget something, but the the idea of it, the gist of it is the same and it'll be crafted essentially the same way. So another tool that's available is a free download on the show notes page of this episode at thehowabusiness.com is what I'm calling an elevator pitch worksheet. It'll kind of have some fill in the blanks with the three primary sections of a good elevator pitch And that's an easy way to start building and crafting yours. It'll get you started. So that's another free download that I encourage you to take advantage of. And that's again at the show notes page of this episode at thehowabusiness.com. So to summarize for you the free resources that I have available on this topic for you, one is a podcast episode, episode 85, when I had a conversation with John Livesey. And what John does, one of the things that he does is he specializes in helping people craft their pitch to seek funding. So that's another level deeper of a pitch, not just an elevator pitch. But for those of you who are interested in taking it to that next level, or that is the reason that perhaps primarily you're crafting a better elevator pitch is to seek investors, I encourage you to listen to episode 85. He talks about that to pitch to investors effectively, you need a strong 10-minute pitch. Uh, And that's what gets you invited back for further consideration and potential investment. These are for like angel investors and venture investors. But I think there are some great takeaways there regardless of the type of investor or investment that you might be seeking. So that's episode 85 of the How of Business podcast. I mentioned, of course, the two free tools. So go to the show notes page for this episode. The elevator pitch overview is a free download and the elevator pitch worksheet where you'll kind of plug in the blanks to get you started with crafting your elevator pitch. That's a free download as well. And then I mentioned Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, as well as his TED Talk that you can find on YouTube extremely valuable. It applies not just to your elevator pitch, but to all of your marketing efforts. So let's summarize what what I would like you to take away from this episode. Every business needs an elevator pitch. Again, whether you're going to go to that networking event or not, you need to be able to clearly, you as the owner, the leader of the company, need to be able to clearly and effectively articulate and answer that question, what do you do or Tell me more about your business. And if you've got that well-crafted elevator pitch, then when you're in your those situations or you have that opportunity, you're able to effectively communicate what it is that you offer. And you as the owner have to develop and share that and instill this pitch throughout your organization so that everyone else has at least a version of this or is able to effectively communicate as well, what is it that we do? An effective elevator pitch clearly and simply explains what you do, but also why and how you do it. Briefly, as I said, succinctly 
and with the goal of enticing the listeners to say and think or say or think, hmm, that's interesting. Tell me more. And again, the objective is to get someone's interest to continue the conversation, not close the deal, either because they give you more time or they extend the conversation or they allow you to schedule a meeting, whatever it is that is the next step in your process. You're building that intrigue so that people want to know more. And it's, it's stated clearly so that your target audience that it resonates with them, with your avatar, with your ideal client. So what I would encourage you to do to take action is to download the free tools that you can find on the website, on the show notes page for this episode, and start crafting yours now. It's not going to necessarily come easily. It's going to be awkward at first, but start doing it now. It's, it may not be perfect, but that's okay. It'll be better than not having anything. So I encourage you to take that step, take that action. This is Henry Lopez, and thanks for joining me on this episode of The How of Business. We release new episodes every Monday morning, and you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and at our website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.